Hello and welcome, Calcio fans, to United by Calcio, your source for everything Serie A. Welcome. My name is Christian, and I'm joined by Robbie. Per usual. Yes, sir. There's the energetic yes, sir, from Robbie. Yes, sir. It's almost like I know the episode's starting at this point. Oh, yeah. Uh, but with that, let's just jump into another episode of Touchline Tension with Milan and PLD. I'm not sure, you know, Touchline Tension is necessarily accurate for this. As there's not been exactly too much tension, but there's been some around Pioli and Milan, right? Uh, Redbird Capital have made some controversial decisions up to this point when they took over Milan, right? Which is good. I mean, all in all, I think it was a good move. I think Milan needed to get away from uh, what was the other venture capital firm? I forget their name. But anyways, it, it was a good ownership group to to sort of get them into it. And now they... Uh, also are looking into a new stadium. That seems to be progressing nicely. There's some good news. The team is performing third place, edging closer to second. But there are issues, right? They've made some great signings, but there are issues, right? Palamadini was let go. Unexpectedly, mind you, to the shock of all of us. And seemingly, there was some rumor that CDK being signed was a pretty big sticking point for the current uh, ownership which seems very bizarre. Like you just, what, forget mm-hmm. every good move that he made because of one somewhat bad move that you don't really know is a bad move yet. Like if Catalar produces the way he's producing for Atalanta, I don't think he'd be complaining very much. I agree. But, you know, that's that. With that said, this does leave uh, Pioli in an interesting bit of a tough position, right? Because he's he's the guy that took Milan from a struggling team, you could argue, into this uh, team we see today, right? Yeah. Yeah. They took him from the, their banter era to winning a Scudetto. And they're playing really well this year. Um, I feel like every year, no matter what, Pioli will have questions around him. They could win every game without losing a single one and I swear people question him because they just don't view him in the same light as they do the Conte or the Allegri or Inzaghi, I guess, etc. cetera. Um, even Inzaghi has that now. Like, I'm sure there's some Inter fans that question him. Um, but it just feels like Pili will never have that job security, even though he should in my mind. Like they are sitting third place, 14, four and four. They are, 10 points clear of fourth place. Like they're comfortably in top four and that's their secondary goal. That's perfect. Like they are easily qualifying for champions league. That's something that's acquired that they, they live for those European nights. And of course, Scudetto is what their number one goal was, but they're still in the race. They're not out of it yet. They're eight points back in the game in hand, a game more played, but they still have to play enter. They still get to play Juve. A lot of game to be played. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Plenty of time for uh, this league to shake out differently, right? And we mentioned this in a preview episode for Match Week 23, where right? we are talking about the fact that, you know, Milan has a pretty big opportunity this week. If uh, Juve and Inter draw points, both draw points, right, and they draw, that is a pretty big opportunity. Because that essentially leaves Milan with the opportunity to close the gap 
even further. Yes, even with Inter uh, having a game in hand. And, uh, well, I mean, you could essentially make an argument at that point that it truly does become a three-horse race, right? And uh, the reality is this team is good enough to be able to do it. This is absolutely the team I would be worried about to be able to do that. Because, you know, if you told me, if someone came to me and said in, in 16 weeks at the end of the season, Milan wins the league and it ends up becoming Milan, Inter, Juve, one, two, three, I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't exactly be like, what? Like, no way. This is a, a team that's good enough to be able to pull that off. Yes, they are good enough to pull that off. I'd be surprised, mainly sure. because it's just not a lot of time left. Like I said there's a lot of game left a minute ago, but there's 16 games. Like, yeah, they got to be almost flawless, and they got to win the big games against Inter and Juve. They can. Yeah. They have the firepower. Like mm-hmm. that front line of Leao, Giroud, Pulisic is very good. Then you got Loftus Cheek and Rinders, like doing really well. Um. Yeah, yeah, and, no, I yeah. know what you mean. Like Loftus Cheek Rinders helping out Teo, of course. That's How right. could we not mention him? Like he can get involved. And Absolutely. when they're going, they are an elite team. And that's what they just gotta get. They gotta get the consistency of the back line. And once they get that, all things will go well. Yeah, I mean, if you if you look at the the scoring ability of this team, like you just mentioned, the the firepower is there. We got Olivier Giroud is involved in seventeen goals, right? Pulisic next one next one up at eleven, Leao at eight, Loftus Cheek at six, uh, Theo and Luca at five apiece, and Reinders, Okafor at four apiece, followed by Tomori and Calabria at three, right? Um, that's not bad. I'd like to have that on my team anytime of yeah. uh, anytime, right? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. But you know. It depends, right? Because they've also been, uh, they've had some games where you sort of wonder what, what is going on, right? Uh, so it's not exactly a, a given. They've had some bizarre turns uh, in form. But that's not what's going on right now. You look at their form in the last five games, it's identical to Juve's four wins, one draw. Uh, and I mean, same thing as Inter, right? Four wins, one draw again. So things are looking good. I think this team can challenge it. Yes, it'd be surprising, but 16 games is a lot of games. There's a lot of Absolutely. points. And let's not forget, Lazio went to second place last season to everyone's surprise. Nobody expected that. No. I didn't expect no. it. But when you were, let's say, at this point last season, Inter were starting to slump. So mm-hmm. at that point, it was a little bit more like, okay, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. There's a decent gap. But I, like, again, they have the talent to do it. Like, they've scored 16 goals in 2024, allowed seven in the six games. Right. Like, you want the defensive record to be better. Yeah. But you do. the goals are there. Like, they're scoring mm-hmm. two plus a game, no matter what. And you're going to have to put three past them to get a win. So if that's the case, like that's a really good start. Um, but yeah, like they have double the goals allowed of Inter and Juve. Mm-hmm. Like they Inter do. and Juve combined goals allowed this season is actually mm-hmm. less than Milan. That's right. Which is wild. Like 10 from Inter, 13 from Juve, 25 from Milan. That's been so it's just showing. like, 
that's the thing. Like they mm-hmm. gotta be able to limit the goals against. Yeah, so this team is perfectly capable of making a next leap, right? Uh, when you see Liao, um, he is a dynamic forward. You want that kind of a player on your team. And you got the Pulisic, Giroud, uh, and, and uh, Liao, a trio up front. Wow, what a, what a trio. But I'm just wondering if you need somebody else to come in and really take this team to the next level, be able to get them wins with that those regularly to challenge in the Champions League because they have been struggling in the Champions League. I mean, they just fell to the Europa League, right? And you know, I'm hoping that they do well there, but there are issues to be to be considered here. And it has been oddly quiet. Like there's almost always rumors with every big team, but it's been oddly quiet, like too quiet. And this uh, new ownership group wasn't exactly sad to let Maldini go, right? They just kind of let him go, kicked him to the curb, and that was it. I don't know if they'd feel very sad letting Pioli go at this point. What a right yeah. point. That's fair. I do feel like when you think about Milan, you don't think about this European giant in this current form. Like, of course, they are historically. Um and maybe that could change potentially, like if they got the right guy. Mm-hmm. Like personally, I'm not nervous about Pioli as an Inter fan. Mm-hmm. So that maybe that does mean they probably could go for a, in a different direction. Um, I just see the results, and I see that's exactly like he's performing well. Yes, not in Champions League, so that's not ideal. Um, they're in Europa got two legs against Rennes, they should win that. If they get knocked out that, that's not ideal um, Mm -hmm. for Milan or Italy from getting the European placements. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I feel like the next five games are going to be massive to how we look at their season. Like they got, and that in the league, I mean. So Mm -hmm. like Frosinone, away, got to have it. Home to Napoli, big game for both games, both teams. Like, and then away to Monza, home against Atalanta, away to Lazio. There are some massive games, and Monza on the road, tricky, tricky fixture. So if they can somehow get four wins, three Mm -hmm. wins, one draw, like that's, I'd say, a solid outcome. Four wins is definitely going to be needed if you want to stay in the title race. 100%. Um, And then after that, you have a month of no real like massive clashes until that back-to-back interview yeah, game. That's, right. like, that's a tough, tough April 21st and 28th. That's right. Um, granted, who knows what will be happening with Europa and mm-hmm. Champions League. Um, if Inter's still in it at that point, if Milan are in Europa at that point, and how those fixtures are going to affect who's playing and stuff like that. So that'll be the thing to worry about. Do they have the depth if they go on a big Europa League run to right. focus on the league. Cause like we heard about Roma and Mourinho complaining all last year, which is typical um, <laughs> that, yeah, you know, they had to solely focus on Europa League. They couldn't focus mm-hmm. on top four. And it'll be interesting to see if we get the same exact kind of outcome with right. Milan. It will be. I mean, uh, you know, I, I think, I think for me, there's a pretty good chance that Pioli leaves this season. Either he leaves or they let him go. I, I think this team needs to make that next step. I agree with you. They're not 
the European giants that they're known historically as, right? I mean, and and this team is like up there with with Real Madrid, right, in terms of his, historical prominence and importance to this game. But it's not there right now, and it needs somebody to bring it back up there, right? And uh, it's got every ability to be able to make it there again. They just they need somebody else to be able to bring them there. Uh, and I've heard this line of thinking. I'm not the only one that's thought about this. Plenty of people have. It's nothing to do with Pioli. I think Pioli is a great coach. I think he's better than Spalletti in my view. I know this is controversial and crazy to say, but I think he's a better coach than Spalletti. Um, I think he'll be he'll do amazing things at another team. I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah, a big team, not not like some uh, middle table team or anything like that. I think he he would find suitors right away. But I I, I see what you know maybe club coming over I'm, I'm kidding that was a totally totally unjust no <laughs> he's done that's not happening yeah he's done uh, that's a joke but no there's plenty of other candidates right uh conte's there he's he's on the market right um you've got some interesting sort of younger options tiago mota uh of course got italiano you've got paladini uh i don't know if the padina rather sorry i don't know if um those guys are necessarily an upgrade in terms of just where you are right now Maybe Tiago Moto, you could argue, is? Yeah. What about, like, I mean, he's under contract, but, like, what about Deserve? Sure. That, I don't see him like, coming back. You think so, really? Because I could see, no. like, that being a bit, like, Milan has pull. Like, that's, yeah, yeah they like, do. they have the players, like, to play exciting football. Like, yeah. They could play his brand. And so that would be yeah. very interesting, like, of, yes, it's not the Premier League. Premier League is the best league in the world, like right. financially, has the most talent, all that. But Italians always come back to Serie A. Just it is what it is. So like it, yeah, it always feels that way. So it just feels like if that came, and I am also not convinced that Brighton are just gonna keep them forever. Like right. I could, not I would not be surprised if they were like, oh well, there's a shiny new toy and a coach. Let's get him. Yeah, yeah. like. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, Which would be wild, by the way, because uh, he's taken this Brighton team and yeah, done very a lot good. Of magical things. Uh, which would be again very shocking. But you're right; you you are right. Like Italian coaches, Italian players always come back to Serie A. Right? That's just a thing that happens. Um, there's also the Liverpool that nagging opening coming up there, right? And the is a big enough coach where I think you could argue maybe you see him there, right? I mean, they're, sure. they're looking, right? Uh, it's entirely possible. I'm not sure how likely, but it's possible. Uh, can you imagine, uh, you know, the, the narrative shifting from Pep and Klopp to, uh, you know, Pep and uh, De Zerbi? <laughs> Actually, yeah. uh, you know, another one of Pep's uh, protégés, right? Maresca. Enzo Maresca is at uh, Leicester City, and, and, you know, he's doing his best to get that team back up to the Premier League. Yeah. Um, so, well, you know, it'd be interesting. Another Italian, by the way. There's another Italian management uh, talent there. But, you know, one wild card here. And I know what he said in the past. He said Real Madrid is his last club in terms of a place he wants to manage um, as a national teams. But Ancelotti, right? He's got links with this team. He played here or played uh, rather there. Uh, and, and he also uh, managed there successfully so do you see that i mean is that an option do you think do you think it's worth it i mean it'd be worth it if you're milan yeah sure 
Blake Ancelotti is one of the best coaches in the world. So, yeah, I agree with you that Pioli is a better coach than Spalletti. Like, I don't think that's that hot of a take. I think it's only a hot take to people who are only looking at last year. Right. Like, yes, that was Spalletti's first major trophy. That Mm -hmm. needs to be said. Like, yes, he's a very good coach. I just Mm -hmm. have never considered him a great coach. Right. So, like, for me, like, yeah, I would take Pioli over him. But if you're going to let Pioli go, you have to have an upgrade. Like, is Tiago Mata an upgrade? I'm not convinced. Yeah, I'm not either. Like, again, I'm not convinced Italiano's an upgrade. I agree with that. I'm not convinced in a lot of coaches. I don't... I'm not convinced they're upgrades. Pilly is a really good coach. He has Milan doing really well. Mm -hmm. It just isn't the expectations of what we had in the mid-2000s. So can there be a coach that elevates this team to bring them where, like, oh... Like when you hear your uh, Inter in Europe, that's right. They're a much more respected team now than what they were five years ago. Oh yeah, maybe that was last that run to the final and then playing really well against City. But again, Mm -hmm. like maybe we're talking about it differently if Milan won that those legs against Inter and then yeah, like played well against City. That's Um, right. So again, it's just like little results that have not gone their way. But I agree. You want a Scudetto in a short tenure? Like that's impressive. It Especially is. in a one that he they really shouldn't have won. Like they just they gritted that out every game. They found a way to win games. And part of that is Pioli. I mean, <clears throat> if I'm being frank, if he does leave, I see Pioli totally being uh, up for a job in the Premier League. Um I, I think he'd do fine there. Uh mid table team. Um hell, like a team like Brighton too. He could very well fit in there. Um, I I really don't think that's outside of his, his scope. Again, different expectations, though, if you think about it, right? An expectation for Brighton is not the same as, as an expectation set for Milan. This is what the difference is, right? Brighton's uh, fans don't expect a Champions League uh, matchup every year. Milan fans expect that. It's, it's linked to this team, historically speaking. This is one of the best teams in the history of soccer, period. Brighton, that's not the history. I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not talking down yeah. to this team at all. <laughs> just saying that, objectively, expectations are far greater for Milan. When Milan step up on the, on the European stage, people expect great things. I agree with that, yes. I'm not convinced that Pioli going to Brighton would be like a downgrade like yes i understand expectations are massive milan are a way bigger club financially brighton might be bigger there right financially yeah, yes it's primarily great but yeah, yeah they're a very good team they're very well run they are and yeah they are certainly going to start being in that top six conversation the big six conversation mm-hmm. with the newcastle like newcastle also knocking on that door but billions of dollars would do that to you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they've also done really, really good business. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't want to take anything from Brighton. Like, they really well run. Oh, not for Brighton. No, no, no. Brighton has done yeah, this yeah. all scrappily. Not, I'm sorry about Newcastle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Only yeah. oil, uh, oil yeah, yeah, funded. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, but again, I would be surprised if he's out. If like 
they somehow get to second place. If they win Europa League, like they certainly could. They got Liverpool, Leverkusen, like you mentioned before. Like there's good teams in Europa League this year. So it'll be interesting. It won't be a cakewalk, but no, not at we'll all. see. I do have a couple scenarios I'd like to propose uh, to you here as well, because I don't think it'd be a pod uh, talking about the managerial situation for Milan without without discussing some of these, right? Uh, some are a, a little far out, and some are you know a little more grounded in reality, right? And sort of want to go through them and and talk uh, talk through the reality of each. Uh, starting with uh, the main man, Antonio Conte, right? He's he's free. He's been free for a little while here. What? What would, I mean, A, how realistic is that he comes to Milan? B, would it actually be a positive move? I would not consider it a positive move. I don't know how, like, he he could go to there, sure. I think it's more likely he'd go to Juventus. Mm -hmm. But but I just don't think that's what you want to do. When you go to Conte, you lock yourself into that 3-5-2. And it just... It's hard to get out of once he leaves. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest fan of hiring coaches based on what previous coaches ran. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think Inzaghi was the best hire when Inter hired him. He's mm-hmm. been great. I, yeah, he he's far exceeded what I thought he could do. He's raised and his he's game. Been great. So, but I don't like the whole 3 5 2 into the 3 5 2. Like, it just feels like it locks you in. So I don't think Conte would be the best choice. Totally fair point. Honestly, I completely agree with you. I think it would be, it would produce for Milan. I think it would, it would be reductive because it would pull away from their offensive firepower. Uh, I, I just don't think the, the, the trio of Pulisic, uh, let's say Giroud or whoever is up front there, you know, in the future, and Leao are going to thrive in the same way. Uh, it's just my sort of feeling there of Conte coming in. He tends to also run players to the ground training-wise, which isn't always mm-hmm. the best way to do that, but he doesn't seem to care. So <laughs> more power to him. Um, I do agree with you. I don't know if it'd be a great move for him. On on the flip side of that, because you mentioned him potentially going to Juve, which thanks, by the way. Appreciate the bad juju. Um, on that note, if Allegri, by some stretch of the imagination, becomes a free agent, do you think he goes back to Milan? No. I mean, this is uh, history, right? I don't think he'd no. go back. I mean, I think he would. I just don't think that's a good move for Milan. Like, you have all these offensive guys. Right. Why are you bringing in a super defensive coach? Like, yeah, yeah. That'd be I a just, bad move. Like, no, thank you. Like, Stay we want exciting football. I mean, I say that as a Serie A fan. Like, yeah, yeah. We want course. exciting football. I don't want Allegri going to the place where, like, is exciting football happening. He ruins that. Great. Yep. No, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're completely right on that front. Um, I, I do want to float a couple more options here for you. And I, I know this is kind of on the out, outside of, uh, of these options in terms of likelihood of happening, but Pochettino and Chelsea, things aren't exactly going great right now. Let's put it that way. Well, sure. Chelsea, I don't think sure. they'll leave, but sure. Yeah. Well, that's... let's say he does. Does he provide that next step? He could. I I mean, there's so many variables. But again, like he plays good football. So sure, I'd be open to that. Like if you're Milan, I think that is an upgrade. I think Pochettino is one of the best coaches in the world. Not like the best, but like top 10-ish. So like, yeah, 
I think he could elevate this team. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 the reason I mentioned that is because Chelsea's table position isn't great. And I, I'm sure the yeah. ownership group knows that. They knew what they were do, uh, what they were doing when they brought him in. They all have young players. Mm-hmm. They're sort of developing for the future. I don't see that happening either. But it's not like you, in football, you never say never, right? It, it's like, who thought Klopp was going to retire? And then following that, who thought that Xavi uh, was going to leave Barcelona? Mm-hmm. Like, there's just That's been nothing but craziness. Though. It is. One, one of those is saving their job and the other is retiring on a high. <laughs> Agreed. Not retiring, right? but like, yeah. Xavi is like, oh, well, you can't fire me if I say I quit, <laughs> like in six months. <laughs> to be fair, Just wait. It's fair. It's fair, right? I mean, because I, I think that Barcelona team is kind of stagnating. It's not really heading in a positive direction. It makes sense why he would leave at this point. Uh, you, you don't want to become the guy who leaves after you literally drive the team down the table even further. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, there are a couple more coaches, right? Xavi is one of them. Do you think that would be an opportunity for Milan? Do you think no. he's worth bringing on? I would rather bring Pirlo in. Interesting. Seriously. If you're going to go with like wow. a ex player coach, like, yeah, Pirlo's actually <clears throat> coaching right now. He is like, yeah, granted, not in Serie A, but like, I love still, how he said he's actually coaching. <laughs> I mean, Xavi is too obviously, yeah, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, I know. Still, like, right. One's actually, yeah. It just is what it I is. I get your like, point. I just don't. I just have no interest. Like, yeah, everything should have worked out for Xavi if he was mm-hmm. a quality coach at Barcelona. Yep. Why didn't it work out? Okay. Because he's not a good well, coach. Like, yeah, it's just like it. it is what it is. Yeah. No, I'm you're also right. Not I mean, convinced Pirlo's not a. Bad, like he, I'm not convinced he's not a bad coach. So like, it, like, we don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's a bad he coach. Had like, one year in like a yeah. experimental year and was criticized for it. So for just no like, reason, mind yeah, you. Yeah, like, why was he even brought in? So that was entirely Juve's <laughs> fault. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, entirely. So like, we'll see. Uh, I completely agree with you. I mean, Xavi's not a good manager. Uh, I think he's been overhyped. Because he's a legend, obviously there's yeah. some warm, warm, warmth there. But he's not a good coach. Somebody who is a good coach, however, and I know, I know, like the likelihood is not there. But Xavi Alonso, right? I mean, he is currently the man, the man, just leading Leverkusen through a 27 game unbeaten streak. What? I mean, yeah, it's unlikely, but. Would this be good and and be how I mean how remote zero percent zero percent zero percent that happens because bigger names are calling like they're like Liverpool is calling like yeah. I'm sorry but it, in this day of course, and age of course yeah they're going to Liverpool it, every time Real Madrid could be open of course he's going to Real Madrid over Milan so like that's why the zero percent yeah it'd be an unbelievable hire he's playing great football right now Leverkusen are so fun to watch like it's yeah, exciting like Absolutely. it's great. Um, yeah, how about this one? And I, it just kind of, I thought yeah, of it, yeah. I, I actually didn't think of it about this at all until I kind of just thought about X players. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he's involved with Milan, and it would be so awesome to have him in the box. You do you know where I'm going with this? I, I think, but Zlatan Ibrahimovic, wow, wow, can awesome. you imagine? Oh man, imagine I could just pick, oh. Can you picture somebody doing something stupid mid-game and him taking his shoe off and just tossing it at someone's <laughs> head on the field? 
I can just picture, or him just running after someone, just karate, like flying karate kick in. I can picture that. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Red carded for hitting his own player. Oh mm-hmm. my God, that'd be amazing. Um, just for vibes, I think that would be unbelievable. <laughs> that would be not, not an actually good hire, but yeah. unbelievable. Like, that I'd love be, that. Boy, that would be fantastic. I mean, can you imagine the energy? I think everyone would score just purely based on the fact that if if you don't, I think Zlatan would just you don't want to meet him after the game in the in the locker room. <laughs> so I think it'd just be constant shutouts. Yeah. Um that said, I'm not quite sure how likely that is. I think he's comfortable <laughs> in the executive suite, you know? Yeah, he likes he the likes advisory little, role. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's relatively low pressure. Um you know it'd be magical. If you know he wasn't a football director and looking for that kind of a role, it would be Paolo Maldini as well, right? But he's not yeah. really a coach or anything like that, so yeah. that's that. Um, you know, realistically speaking, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this scenario: end of the season, Milan finished third. You know, it's Inter, Juve, Milan. Let's say, right? I mean, at that point, let's say you make it to the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Which is fine, right? Especially with the competition you're talking about. It's fine. I didn't say it was great. Fine. Like, I, I get your point. I get your point. You have to move on from Pioli at that point, in my view. Absolutely. If they look good right? to the quarterfinals and then come third, I think yes. Mainly because, one, you expect better. You got to right. be semifinals or, like, that's is what it is. Granted, you could go against Liverpool or Leverkusen in the quarters. I think still think Milan can play with Leverkusen. Yes, Don't know I if agree. they can play with uh, Liverpool, but mm-hmm. you know that's a tough one. We'll see. Um, but who would yeah, you who would you place. see? Right, if I if I told you that, who would you see happening? Well, who would you see coming in rather? What would you see happening in that scenario? Oh, I have no idea. Like, there's <laughs> like, nobody that comes to your like, mind. Like, there's nobody like, that it's because I think Pioli is going to be the coach. For me, I don't think he's gone. Yeah, but. That doesn't mean I like. I think they should move on, but more because I think that they're stagnating. Like that, this is where they are, and there are coaches available somewhere. Like what we just rattled off ten coaches, like that can elevate the team. Like that's what you need at this moment. You have a good foundation. You have good players. You're not going towards a banter era anymore. You can elevate and. It's not like there's a large gap between them and everyone else, like in catching up. Yeah. Like they can play with Inter and Juve and Napoli. Like so Absolutely. they like they have a more recent Scudetto than Inter and Juve. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. they can be there and they will be there with a right hire. I mean, I still think Pioli can keep them competitive and mm-hmm. could potentially win a Scudetto down the line. I just don't have high aspirations when it comes to like Champions League. Yeah. Which, Which been, they were so poor, yeah. And that, but Champions League is what they're known for. Like they yeah, are known exactly. for those European nights. That's right. And I mean, that's that's exactly right. Uh, I think ultimately, I, I do see a scenario where Pioli stays on because he finishes third, and it's fine. You finish third, but but you win, let's say the Europa League, or you finish second, right? You you just lose to Liverpool. I think it's sort of understandable. He probably stays on at that point, and you sort of move on. But there's like a nagging name in the back of my mind. We talked about this guy a lot. Graham Potter, you know, name out there. Would that be an improvement over Pioli? Because I'm oh. not convinced it would be. I mean, it doesn't really. I like I, Potter's a fine coach. He's yeah, just he not an upgrade. 
Like right. I'm just not convinced he's better. Can't so make like, a lateral move on this. No. Yeah. Like, no thanks. Like I know what we have. Like I know what they have in Pioli. Like just keep him if you're gonna go to a massive question mark in Graham Potter. Well, that I mean that's tough, right? Because that that runs completely counter my point at the beginning of this episode, which was that the feeling I had that you know it, this would be it. Because it, it, all the we, we discussed ten plus coaching uh, opportunities, and I just don't know if the Z or any one of them is really likely, or how likely, right? Who's gonna pick up the call from Milan and say, "Yeah, absolutely, that over Liverpool, that over Real Madrid, or that over whatever you know, fill in the blank, Barca," right? Yeah, but I, it's hard. We also mentioned those names, and there's only so few teams. True. So like. Again, these spots can't be filled by multiple people, so no. there's gonna be coaches available, and there's gonna be more come the summer when firings happen or retire, like whatever they leave clubs. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I don't know, like a lot of variables at play, 100%. and that's why it's only January. Like we got four yeah. months left of the season, and mm-hmm. I mean I could see them getting rid of Pioli if like they come in third. But mm-hmm. those two, the two games against Juve and Inter go really poor. Like the five-one against yeah. Inter in the first, like oh, if yeah, that yeah, happens that again, right. oof, that is like you just can't lose five or six, whatever the number is now in a row to Inter. Like it just Agreed. not only was two in the Champions League, one was the Super Cup, like, and then just both league, like it just you can't have it happen again. No, um, like because oh, yeah. even poor Milan teams or poor Inter teams like win those derbies still, so it's just like those are going to matter, and it'll be interesting. It will be. I mean, there's, like you said, plenty of time left uh, in the season for things to to change dramatically. Now, uh, I, I do want to end this uh, episode on uh, with with a few predictions here. So uh, let's start at the at the top. Uh, what are we? going to say as far as the likelihood of Milan ending up in third place, what's your confidence level and what's your predict? I want a confidence level in third place finish. And I want uh, your, your guess on a final finish. Uh, I think they come in third and I have a, like a 90% confidence in that they're definitely not going below third. I just, the way Juventus and Inter playing are really good. They're playing really well. So like, I just don't see them catching them, but they like, again, I wouldn't be, surprised if they caught whoever's in second right i'd be surprised if they won yeah i agree with you uh completely um i i also see them as a third place finisher here um confidence level is probably just a little lower maybe like 82 percent on that very <laughs> specific number of course but you know um it's a little lower just because I, I can see them getting up to second place. I don't see them falling down. Uh, that, that'd be very drastic. Uh, but I do. I can see them getting to second. I don't see them winning the Scudetto this year. Inter has just got way too much momentum. Uh, that moves uh, me to the second question I've got for you, which is as far as the Europa League, right? Where do you, how deep do you see them going in this tournament? I think they should get to a semifinal. But a lot of that weighs into who they draw in the after Rens. So like they should beat Rens. But if they get 
a Liverpool or Leverkusen, that's going to be real or Brighton is going to be really tough. I'd also yeah. put West Ham in the really tough market. And then of course, to whoever the third place champions league teams advance, like whoever does advance. Um, actually they don't play them. So that would be a seven final disregard, but they can't play Atlanta. So if they draw one of Rangers, uh, Villarreal, Slavia, Prague, yeah, they should make the semifinal. And then they should be competitive with anyone else in that quarterfinal. Outside, I'd say maybe Liverpool. That's the only team that I wouldn't feel comfortable with. I think Milan could play with Xabi Alonso and mm-hmm. Leverkusen's team. But again, it'd take a take a lot. Like you'd need yeah. some masterclass performance, good tactics from Pioli. Absolutely. What a thing to put on the resume if you masterclass Chabi Alonso, the yeah. number one looked at name. <laughs> that'd be impressive, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, that'd be a fantastic game. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that semifinal right there would ring just beautifully. That'd be a, I expect, I you know, sparks would just be flying everywhere on that field. Um, my guess uh, would be final. Um, that's how confident I am in this team's uh, form. Uh, I expect them to get to the final. I don't expect them to win. Uh, I think it's too difficult. Liverpool is just too good. Too good. Uh, yes, they're going to be missing Salah. It looks for you know a long while here. But still, they're, they're just too good. Uh, Milan's not at that level yet. But with that said, final prediction. Um, Pioli, does he make it through the season? Is he the coach yes. next season? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I say no. But uh, we'll see. Right, plenty of time see. left in this in this uh, season. We'll reference back to this episode when we, uh, you know, start doing the end of the season wrap up. Yeah, but uh, with that, Robbie, we are at the end of another episode of Touchline Tension. Thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday with yet another recap, uh, per usual. Thank you for listening. Make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, let us know what you're thinking. And then, of course, follow us on on social media, on threads, Instagram, uh, YouTube, etc. Let us know what you think. Tell us uh, if you like something, right? Follow, subscribe. Thank you. Right. Uh, And with that, we are out of here. Ciao, everyone. See you on Tuesday.